episode 21. I hope you like the intro music. It is one of my favorites and I'm not just saying that because my pastor wrote it. First off, I'd like to send out a heartfelt thank you to all of my listeners, those that have stuck around since the beginning, the few that I picked up along the way, and a special shout out to the two I have in Germany. Slowly but surely our numbers are growing and one day Joe Rogan will know this podcast's name. I don't expect him to fear it, but maybe he'll shrug his shoulders in amusement. All right, let's get to the meat and the main reason you're here. Episode is titled, When is Enough Enough? Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When is enough enough? How far do things have to go before we consider it too far? Which straw is actually the last straw? The world around us is rapidly spiraling out of control and we say nothing. Why? Because we're afraid of offending somebody. Because we think that if we speak up based on our own convictions, that we may push somebody away. The world is asking, where is the watchman on the wall? The world wants to know why the Christian church is not speaking up. Because we have been conditioned, we have been taught to be silent, that the church is supposed to be meek, that the church is supposed to be humble. The church needs to be careful not to offend. Just sit down in the corner and grab a tight grip on your rosary beads and mumble to yourself. You can't judge me, only God can judge me has become a popular mantra. My response to that is simple. I'm glad we're both on the same page. And let me tell you what thus saith the Lord. I'm not saying anything that's not in the Bible. I'm not telling you anything that God has not told me through his word. And if something I say hurts your delicate feelings, if something I say rubs you the wrong way, don't get confused about what you're feeling. That's not an offense. You're not offended. What you are feeling is called conviction. The spirit is conflicting with the flesh because the spirit knows that the lies that you are being fed through the media, through propaganda, these lies are meant to destroy you. 
The mistake that these televangelists are making, the mistake that these weak, spineless social media darlings are making is that they are speaking from their feelings, not from the word of God. I don't think that this is unintentional. I don't think that this is an error made subconsciously. They are intentionally blurring the word and sowing seeds of confusion to draw you away from God. When Roe versus Wade got overturned, there were weak, spineless Christians on TV, on the radio, and everywhere that this twisted, demonic, corrupt media could feed you their lies, telling you that there was nothing wrong with abortion. There were, there were even preachers on social media warning people about speaking out against abortion. But if we speak out, we're going to offend somebody and push them away from God. You can't get a crackhead off a crack until you tell them the crack is bad. You can't get an alcoholic out the bottle until you tell them the bottle is bad. You can't get a sinner out of sin until you tell them that that is sin. Somewhere deep inside them, they know what they're doing is wrong. Somewhere inside them, there is a voice yelling, but it's been drowned out by the world. And all they want to hear is one dissenting voice. They're drowning in the lies fed to them through the world. And they're starving to hear one person finally tell them the truth. Let me back up for a minute. I understand the importance of humility and meekness in serving God. But the issue has become that it's been twisted and weaponized against us. We're supposed to be meek and submissive to the things of God, not the world. Jesus would walk into a room and start flipping tables. He would look at people in the face and call them snakes and devils whenever their actions contradicted his word. There is a reason why when he showed up, people started getting nervous. It wasn't because they didn't know what he was going to do. On the contrary, they knew exactly what he was going to do. They started looking around at each other because they knew he was about to start calling people out. He was going to start calling sin what it was, sin. Because to him, the word of God was more important than your delicate feelings. Because to him, the word of God was more important than what it may cost. But if I say something, they may call me a homophobe on Twitter. Stop letting them weaponize social media against us. Flip the script on them and use it to start spreading God's word. But if, but, 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 but if I don't agree with them, they might say that I'm intolerant. You're right. I refuse to tolerate anything contradictory to the word of God. I refuse to pacify anything that is a blatant attack on my Christian beliefs. It started with Drag Queen Story Hour and now they're dragging children of all ages from toddlers and up to actual bars to watch drag shows. They're pushing a demonic transgender agenda in our schools and on all our children. Filling up school libraries with pornographic, blatant homosexual materials while removing the actual history. Teachers are blatantly telling their students to go into a chat room and talk to total strangers about their sexuality. They're wearing badges with barcodes that link to pornographic websites. Just in the time that Biden took office to now, over 184 teachers were arrested for some sort of pedophilia act involving students. You can't tell me that this isn't some sort of coordinated attack of the devil on the church. Crooked politicians know that this is a constitutional republic. They understand that all our rights come from a constitution established and built on Christian values. In order for them to destroy this country, they have to destroy the true Christian church. What that means is that this isn't going to go away on its own. It means that we can't just tuck our heads in the sand and wait for it to fade away like a fad. Things will continue until we start speaking up. Now we have weak churches 
hosting drag shows in their sanctuary. Drag queens are calling God the almighty diva from behind the pulpit. We have spineless preachers trying to convince their congregation that abortion is not a sin. People know that, that what they are saying is a lie straight from the devil, but they can't hear the real church. People are trying to hear the truth through the media's demonic lies. It's time we started speaking up. It's time the world got to hear what a real Christian sounds like. It's time that we started calling out sin for what it is. Sin. I refuse to stay silent anymore. And neither should you. If you enjoyed the song that I used in the intro, it's called A Servant in Your Eyes. I will leave a link in the description. I recommend that you go listen to it. It will be a blessing. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to share a few moments with me and listen to my podcast. As always, if I said something that is a blessing and a strength to you, feel free to share it with a friend. If you're curious about me, I am Jose Angel 1219 on most of the social medias, except for Instagram. I'm straw for a head. That's the number four. I will leave a link to my link tree in the descriptions. God bless. No. Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord.